Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 126, Tyler Perry's A Medea Homecoming. Hallelujah. Welcome to the LodgeCast. I've been LodgeCast with me as always is Brother Bishki. He's back. We got Brother Lucas not knowing what movie we're going to do. Hello, everyone. Why am I here? (laughs) (laughs) Returning. Our Medea champions. Ah, Brother Josh. And Brother Ben. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Oh, we find ourselves back in this position. We thought Medea was done. We thought it was over. Well, I went back and listened to Medea. Family Funeral? Family Funeral, I think. Is that what it was called? Um, And Ben, Brother Ben did brightly predict that in about three to four years, he said Medea will be back. Oh, whoa. So here we are. Wow. Suits here. Very prescient. Like Nostradamus. And tonight, tonight she goes straight to Netflix. We don't mm. we don't have the get that cheddar extreme benefit of seeing this in a theater with an audience, which is a bit tragic. It always is better to see a comedy that swings this hard in a theater, because if you are a longtime listener and you've heard our Medea journey, our Tyler Perry journey, mm. it's best enjoyed with as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, always. Because his thrillers are so lifetime jacked up on all types of steroids. And his comedies are the same way, just swinging for laughs instead of thrills. He's shooting feature length in seven days, ten days, max. Tops. Tops. (laughs) Yeah, with all his films. So... That's the kind of movies these are. I was going to say, wait, what was it? What, oh, we did Fall from, Fall from Netflix's Grace. Tyler Perry's yes. Fall from Grace last time, which I believe was a three day. Sh- I'm not. Jo- I'm not making a joke. Right. I think it was a. Th- I think it was literally a three day shoot. I believe Whoa. it. I also, believe it. Is Fall from Grace the very last role for Cicely Tyson? I yes. believe it was. Yes, it was. Oh. I believe Rest it was. Rest in power. Rest in power. Let's Cold give in on that. Let's raise our imaginary MacGuffins Medea exclusive <laughs> drinks. Medea mudslides. Oh. Medea, <laughs> Medea mudslides. <laughs> we got to make those before we watch this. So do, do you guys know anything about this movie? The m- movie is called A Medea Homecoming. A Medea? Medea mm. Homecoming? Ma- yeah, uh, I, think so. I don't know if there is... Yeah. <laughs> Any way you say it. I don't know. The, I mean, what was genius about this is the Netflix marketing department did a really clever job of all of these like faux promo. Like yes. Medea as Beyonce, Medea yep. as Oprah. Yep. Uh, you know, it was very clever, but I, I, nothing about the actual film itself, no. which is hmm. probably intentional. Yes. And according to Tyler Perry's Instagram, this is the number one Netflix film in the world right now. Oh, wow. Hell sure. Yeah. I just, yeah, read a blurb somewhere that he's looking to sell a piece of Tyler Perry studios to like a hedge fund investment firm and, and cash in even more yeah. of that this, cheddar. This is not, no, Medea's nowhere near finished. Nowhere near it. No. This is going to herald a new renaissance of Medea ship, the likes of which we have never seen before. Yeah. Because if he can pump straight into Netflix and get God knows how much money for each one, think about what kind of all around deal he has, what the number is of, yeah. of monies. Hundreds of millions. Yeah. Oh my God. So whatever happens tonight, somebody's coming home. It's probably Medea. And most, if not all, of the action will happen in and around this home is it covid set is it like a covid movie oh, or that's or a good question is it in a before time setting? i think it's gonna exist in a time period 
that never suffered COVID. The Medea verse. I, I don't want to ever see Medea in a face mask. <laughs> like that just seems like. But I could see wrong. her making a mask joke in That's this. what I was going to oh. say. Like, oh. looking I for actually, one, like digging through her purse and pulling out different like handcuffs and like hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer and all sorts of sh- crazy shit that's oh, in her hand. This is actually getting me kind of hyped for it. Well, we should probably <laughs> ride that wave of love and light straight into the eye of the Medea storm. Oh my God, what are we getting ourselves into? Medean. <laughs> Stay strong, everyone. Love and light. Love and light. Love and light. again we're back oh man that was a big old chunk of Medea. big old chunk hour 45 my oh. freaking eyes Oof. before before we figure out what the <laughs> hell we just saw from rottentomatoes.com Medea's back hallelujah <laughs> Tyler Perry returns with everyone's favorite character in Tyler everyone's, Perry's everyone's favorite in Tyler Perry's a Medea homecoming the newest film in the Medea franchise set to debut on Netflix writer director producer Perry stars in the film that centers around Medea's great grandson's college graduation great grandson <laughs> though the celebratory moment hits a halt as hidden secrets and family drama threaten to destroy the happy homecoming period all right that's a good snap it's a good schnapps and there is a lot more drama in this medea comedy than there usually are in medea comedies like drama is in juicy you know revelations and romantic triangles that form usually these medea comedies don't go that far into any sort of plot direction so yeah he's got some more money to work with because usually you'll get like a half hour like improv scene to fill in the time because right. they don't have the budget that they have here yeah and which is not to say that they don't fill time in this yeah. i mean holy shit but yeah <laughs> it moves i mean there's a lot of scenes and there's no dead air there's no shoe leather it's like every scene is the audition scene every scene i mean the one thing tyler perry learned in his naysaying stages of his career a million years ago was when he started in theater he reacted to the audience. So so when right. he was learning his voice, he was like, you got to give the audience scenes they can relate to, scenes they can kind of project themselves into, scenes that, that are everyday, you know, uh, palpable, like day-to-day life. And so this movie, from the opening scene, Medea's on screen within three seconds, That's right? right? It's like, boom, there's Medea. There's no buildup. There's no entrance. It's just, there's Medea. there. And we're going to have a lot of her. Ben, you've been through... You've been through the trenches with us. What is your initial reaction to this outing? Other than how bright and eye-searingly sick. <laughs> Garishly bright. Yeah. I had to close my eyes. I had to rest my eyes because it was making me like go cross-eyed. But you stayed awake. Good on you. Yeah. Good on you. Um. Well, the, uh, mm. yeah. Really take it in. <laughs> We're still processing. We're still we just, processing. Just literally I, you know, stop watching it. It is not top-tier Medea. Okay. I I, I have to be honest. There are, but also that could be, this is my first Netflix Medea. Sure. It's it's without the audience. Taking it out of the theatrical experience. Yeah. And it's the first R rated Medea. Yeah. Which they don't really exploit. I mean, it, it feels like any of the other PG 13 exploits just with a couple motherfuckers. Couple motherfuckers. 
a couple n bombs. Yeah, yeah. But that's Ooh. but that's that's normal for these. So is it? I guess I just yeah, don't remember. That. I don't remember and it either. I was cringing. They're using uncensored uh, wet ass pussy. They are. Wap gets yes. gets used. It's a ringtone on a phone. As a, as a ringtone. Yes. And like I thought Medea was going to be dancing to that by the end of the movie. I but thought yeah. people were going to be watching the music video when we get like those YouTube reaction like shots of people yeah. watching the video, but it was just a ringtone. I was like, yeah. oh man, it could have gone. They missed an opportunity so there. Like you got nudity. They could have gone a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I guess at the, at the end of the day, it felt like, I mean, we were joking about earlier about shit being shot in three days. This literally takes place over yeah. the course of three days. Yep. And I kind <laughs> of, and I kind of wonder if legit the yeah. shooting schedule was like corresponding to the three days yes. this takes place. Cause by because, the end, the sun is going down. You yeah. see them losing light. They are using every second of every day. And the first totally. two days, the first two days take place at, Medea's house As and the basketball court yes. and her court, backyard yeah. and her backyard. Yeah. So uh, yeah, for, I mean, yeah, that is like, Tyler Parrish studios. I mean, they're literally on the lot. Like yeah. they are not going anywhere. 100%. So Josh, you come from Tyler Perry's fall from grace, which you were on that episode and that was not a comedy intentionally, right? This is an intentional <laughs> comedy. What are you thinking right now? Like, did your funny bones get tickled? I I got to admit, I actually was laughing at a bunch of points. Sure. Like, I actually thought it was pretty funny. My <laughs> only other Medea movie was A Very Medea Christmas. Okay. Which uh, Brother Ben forced me through. And <laughs> I thought it was just awful yeah like just the worst thing i had ever seen and so she's so, come a long way yeah yeah so i i mean in in i mean i do not have the experience obviously but in relation to that i was like oh this is pretty good like Great. i came in with rock bottom expectations yes. and i was like oh this is a watchable movie with a coherent like plot and like i don't know i thought the scenes were and again this is all on a sliding <laughs> scale i was like oh this like this isn't bad like i don't know and it was interesting though because like you know i know that tyler perry had his like start as like stage yes and so a f couple of those first scenes felt very play to me oh, yeah. where it's like, oh, yeah. they're all like kind of like riffing off each other. It almost feels like they're all kind of like position their bodies That's towards what they the do. audience. That's what they do. That's in all of these movies. His goal is to get as many characters as possible into a kitchen or a living room or a backyard and just set up like five cameras randomly. Just like his direction to the cameraman is don't let the camera see each other. Don't get each other in the shots. <laughs> And somehow cover everybody else that is sitting out here or in the kitchen. And just, just technically get them on camera. Don't gonna, worry about framing. It makes we're for gonna some riff. really disorienting, jarring cuts. And we're going to oh, riff man. for... 15 minutes. Cause like one yeah. setup will look relatively normal where you're like Medea center. There's yeah. people either side of her like, yeah, it's great. But then there's other shots that'll just cut to where like Medea's still in the frame. It'll be like but, cut in half. But yeah, one of yeah. the, one of the supporting characters is literally split down the center. But what's get, <laughs> what's crazier is then the next cut shows a different shot, but the same person is now cut yes. down the center on the left side, on like the, other the op side. opposite side of the frame. So it's like this weird, it's symmetrical. It's like, almost experimental. Half of a painting stuck to the other side. Ty Tyler Perry's like the new David Lynch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it's and Tyler Perry's Inland Empire. <laughs> and it's just because they don't have any time. They they turn on the cameras and hit record. Yeah. I thought I saw a boom shadow or the boom mic drop in one frame, like yeah. for a one shot. See, as opposed to again, my only other Medea baby that I have as a frame of reference. When I was watching a very Medea Christmas. I was like. It just seemed really masturbatory on Tyler Perry's part because uh, I'm like, yeah. it's so much just Medea <laughs> rambling improv yes, where I was yeah. like, oh my God, well, like I, I couldn't tell if it was masturbatory or like trying to fill time. Both. But I, and then and then this, like, I felt like he kind of reined himself in a little bit. I don't know. And again, I'm a relative Medea virgin, but sure. I was like, he seems more restrained than a very Medea Christmas. So we should probably start talking about plot, but I just want to go back to, I, I feel like, and I, I didn't listen to the last episode or well, the last Medea, what, what, what was it called? A, a, a Medea family funeral, a Medea family funeral. <laughs> I think I talked about like the weird tension 
of allegedly, we don't know, yes. allegedly, 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 Tyler Perry allegedly is in the closet, allegedly. Yes. But that is what I, that is what always kind of hooks me on the these things. It's a subtext. Is the subtext yes. of him working through shit. He's working through yeah. it. He is working through it. He's and really working this through This movie it. more than ever. And this one I was like, oh, and that's why, that's why I can never, even if it's not the best shit, there is weird stuff at yep. play here. Later on down, down the line, if the world continues to turn, we're going to find out more about Tyler Perry and get to revisit this and be like, Oh shit. That's when he was going through this. And that's when he was going through uh -huh. that. We'll be able to trace it. Uh -huh. In this movie in particular, uh, Medea's great grandson is coming home for his graduation and he's going to come out as gay to his family. So it's just a fertile field for him mm -hmm. right, right there. And there's his friend named Davi who we assume is his boyfriend. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're roommates. Yeah. But it's not clear and, for a while. And yeah. they're very affectionate. They're very affectionate. And and Davi makes, very intimate. Like, Davi makes it clear rapport. that he is part Irish. Irish Dutch, yeah. <laughs> Irish Dutch. Looks like a model. Like Looks like a model. And, and again, bucks. I think I brought this up on uh, Medea family. Wait, Medea family. <laughs> yeah, Medea family. <laughs> I the title is that bad. <laughs> but, but again, again, it's. Tyler Perry's like Instagram. Yes. You know, he saw this like really attractive yep. guy on Instagram. Yep. You think like, about the casting. Who is this Dutch Irish black yes. man? And how can I get him to Atlanta? Yes. Mm -hmm. I, every fucking time. And the Atlanta airport to hub. Yes. They, they are <laughs> supremely handsome. Like I'm yeah. just devastated. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. So yeah, that is happening. <laughs> And everybody's showing up at Medea's house and Davi, the friend, his aunt Agnes shows up, <laughs> who is this actor, Brendan O'Carroll in drag mm. and just doing a little very light research. He's played this Agnes character before. And now it's just transferring into this Medea movie. It is very it's, odd. It's basically Mrs. Doubtfire, if, except Robin Williams was like an authentic Irishman who yes. looked like a dock worker from, from Dublin. I mean, like, <laughs> yes. like, like looks like a leprechaun that crawled out from under the bridge. And they just paratroop him into the middle of this movie. Yeah. And you're just like, wait, what? And everybody else in the movie is like, wait, what? There should have been more, yeah, of a plot line, nemesis, arch nemesis between the two of Medea no, and yeah, the Irish. It didn't lady, happen. But it didn't happen. It was kind of like just almost not like arbitrary, but but superfluous. I like yeah, really weed intervened. It. She starts taking uh weed edibles and <laughs> that pretty much that, that unites them. Yes, and that just pacifies any sort of <laughs> conflict. Yeah. So uh, Medea's makeup. And prosthetics look great. She's positively glowing in this. But Uncle Joe, who Tyler Perry also plays, his makeup looks like it like is has gone off. Like the bigger budget makes has made the makeup look worse. I was convinced Tyler Perry did his own prosthetic it looks makeup. Pretty rough. It's the bright like, lights. It's and, the bright lights. And was yeah. like, I can do my own molding. I can do my <laughs> I can own do it thing. All. Yeah, I can I do can it all. Do my own makeup because there were shots where it just it looked like so a, a lump of like a block of cheese that was like melting in the sun. It, it's like I don't know if I mean I, I don't know if any of you follow her career this strongly, but like in like the late nineties, early aughts, RuPaul kind of like separated mm. from her person yeah and so there's shots of her all like on project runway where she's having to do her own makeup oh. and she looks absolutely <laughs> god awful rough or there's like shots of her like virgin records promos and she just looks like terrible yeah. like her hair yeah it's, it's a mess it's, it's got that feeling for sure and it also is of note that Tyler Perry usually plays a version of himself in these movies. So he's usually Medea, he's usually Uncle Joe, and then he's Tyler Perry, basically. Yeah. And that guy doesn't show up in this movie. I always like that character because he's kind of a he's square. He's so preachy. He's kind of a square, and Medea always is making fun of him. Yes. And yeah. But anyway. maybe a version of Tyler Perry is in this movie. 
but a different character is playing <laughs> him. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. So yeah. Uh I I just I just keep thinking of, you know, this is on Netflix now, and anybody can just dip their toe in. And they're gonna see that Medea thumbnail, and they're gonna be like, what what is it with this Medea stuff? And the, let's, thumb, let's and the, thumb, and the thumbnail on Netflix for us, because I know they they changed the algorithm for data metrics, but for at least us here in California, it was Medea sitting in a backyard holding a pump action shotgun <laughs> with a pistol grip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the kind of movie you're getting into. And people are going to click on that. And how long are they going to give it? Like, how long is the average person going to stick with this? I mean, that's the problem. That's the problem is because there's flubbed lines. I mean, just just out in the open. I, I mean, what, I mean, yeah, I, I, that was my first thought was I, I know there's there's us and others that have grown up and come up with Tyler Perry. <laughs> yes. But for the Zoomers and whatever the hell comes after Zoomers, like if a, if they <laughs> saw this today, no, what is their cold reaction going yeah. to be? Eh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good question. Now, I truly locked in to this movie when the prospect of dinner at Red Lobster came up. Oh, my, there is a second whistle. location. Yeah. My ears perked up. I was like, please tell me we're going to the Cheddar yes. Bay Biscuit Harbor. And let me tell you. When they cut to that establishing shot, we applauded. We burst into applause. A fucking red lobster. Spontaneously. We all just clapped. This has got to be the first salad dragon. Mm-hmm. The Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. And and let me just uh, clarify for some of our LodgeCast listeners who might not know why we reacted so joyfully, jovially, is because every year annually at Lodgeversary, we bring a box. Someone brings a box of yes. cheddar, Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits. And that shit is like the best biscuit you've Sister ever May had in your life. Cheddar May Biscuits. You're from Georgia. Thank, you're never going to beat it. Thank you, Sister May. Shout and out, Sister May. They have a mighty feast at Red Lobster. We are there for a scene. Ten minutes. Which is, which is long. Which is so long. And you see all these people just eating in the background. It is amazing. And the, lo- but the, oh, those loving like inserts oh, of, they the, linger. Of, of the plates. When, when yeah. the, when beautifully photographed, when the servers bring the plates, it immediately <laughs> goes into like soft focus, loving, steaming hot, steaming scampy. Hot. It's, like, it's like red lobster, like it's a commercial red lobster. mode. Yeah. It's, a commercial. it's like, come yeah. try our new appetizers. And they have a big problematic Black Lives Matter discussion. Yeah, the big Black Lives Matter debate is in Red Lobster when they're like showing <laughs> inserts of like food to eat there. Uh, which also sure a, red, a Red Lobster that seemingly has like stadium lights just flooding everybody. Yeah, so bright. Oh, and I forgot to add that when the food is brought out to everyone, they applaud like right after we applauded. So like yeah. we applaud like when we see yes. the restaurant and then we get settled and then like the food comes out and then they applaud on screen and it just felt like we were family <laughs> no. you know and then this is the crouton atop the salad, salad crouton. there is a transition oh out, my god out of <laughs> the, the blue the red lobster scene i don't even know how to explain let it. me explain it this way because okay. I'm, I'm a stickler for runtime <laughs> this red lobster scene felt like 30, 40 minutes in. I have no idea where it was, but yeah. it felt like it had been a minute. Like we'd been yeah. watching this movie we for a it. while. I didn't see any transitions, right? I think they were just sure. hard cuts yeah. to each scene. I think so. So the transition, let me just let me just describe it. So it's, it's it cuts back to the master, to the wide before yes. the scene ends. It's, it's like a the wide last, shot the of last the shot dining room of, of Red everyone. Lobster. And a gentleman like swooshes swooshes into frame like doesn't yes. walk but like glides into the frame like, and it looks normal right you're like wait did he just like walk in like into no, the nothing room? about it looks normal but then all of a sudden <laughs> he comes into frame and then like the walls behind him start dropping in like a matrix like simulation yes. like give me the gun room like give me the tv room and yes. like shit is just dropping into the room yes 
and it like takes us back to Medea's house. Yes. Yeah. It's a weird, and, and, I can do her living room. And we all were like going crazy. Cause we're like, wait a second. Did they have this? This doesn't make sense. Different like, pieces of Medea's living room start sliding well, in. It's like, it's like bringing it back to the stage though. It's like yes, the, the back, yes. it's like the scrims are flying yep. in and voila, we've moved out of red lobster back to the living room. Yep. Yeah. And they use the red lobster transition like two more times. Yeah, I, I called it yeah. lobster. I dubbed it lobster walling. Lobster yeah, you lobster yeah. wallet. And <laughs> they had about three of them. And the third one was extra special oh. because it took place on a basketball court. <laughs> and suddenly digital basketballs begin descending from the top of the frame, filling it up and transitioning to the next scene it was like remember um after dark screensavers it was like the flying toasters except it was digital basketball yes Yes. oh man yes i was very confused for a second i was like oh yeah medea's great-grandson comes out to the family and medea is okay with it but talk about the subtext though because they're like yeah we've been done knew that you were gay we knew like oh really tyler wink wink. really tyler i was i was surprised by that because he got me he set it up where i'm like okay it's a coming out scene Medea's gonna have a field day with it and uncle joe disappears for like an hour at this point yeah and he never comes back but it's such an anticlimactic like okay let's move on that's not what this is about right and you're like what and that's cool that's great but I felt like, hmm, does this ring true to me? I don't know. But but yeah, with the subtext again, it's like, okay, I do get it. Like yeah. this, this totally makes sense. And then the movie moves on to what it's really about, which is the twist, which is that Davi, the great grandson's friend, roommate, who, who everybody thinks they're a couple, he confesses that he is in love with the great grandson's mom. Medea's granddaughter. <laughs> I great well, but no, but but first is the reveal that grandniece, the grandniece, I guess we'll refer to her. Yes, what just divorced her husband. Yes, and so she's there with her bestie, who's the divorce lawyer. Yes, Sylvie. I do remember her name. Yes, nice. and then and then so so Sylvie. Then we find out at a barbecue has secretly been going off with her bestie's ex-husband that she just helped divorce see this twisted web that tyler there's a lot of characters in this folks a lot lot of of characters and and remember there is an Irish Mrs. Doubtfire running wild through this whole thing (laughs) on drones out of her mind yes and I'm not well Lodge Master can can't can cut all of this out but the ongoing (laughs) joke listen to me very carefully she keeps referencing her knickers. Knickers. Nick, K-N-I-C-K. And this causes much consternation. The consternation goes on. Repeatedly. And on. Repeatedly. <laughs> oh, so, I digress. Anyway. Which also, it seems like, now that I think about it in the context of the whole movie, was that like drag Irish grandmother was she just like dropped in later like did Tyler Perry have this whole script written and he's like oh wait he could have easily like she just seems so tacked like if you take her out she has no there's no effect on the rest of that story totally the reasons for that happening are Tyler's own I I do not know what was going on he's tapping into the uh, uh, Irish market or something <laughs> yeah. like coveted Irish market. Well, we saw were, some spreadsheet where they're like, yeah, you're big everywhere, but huge Ireland, in Ireland. Like, you gotta, we gotta spiking smile, in Ireland. We gotta tap oh, into it. And do you think he saw wild mountain time? I was going to say it's yeah, wild. I'm sure he wanted Jamie Dornan somewhere, but I yeah. think, you know, we were all talking about how great it would be if Medea were to go to Ireland and do like a St. Paddy's Day, lep- like run afoul of a leprechaun. Well, he alludes thing. to it, and we pray we that pray. one year from now. Tyler, go to the Emerald Isle. <laughs> no, but no, do no, it, but do Iran. It, but what? do it like like <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen, where like you don't tell the Irish folks that you're filming <laughs> a movie and just guys. have cameras roll. No, what's going to be amazing is it's going to be Atlanta doubling for doubling. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to be Tyler Perry Studios oh, pretending yeah. to be Dublin. Galway. Every Irish person in Atlanta is hired. And it'll <laughs> say Tyler O. Perry's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So Titty ho, titty he, titty ha. <laughs> so Medea has a flashback to 1955, oh. <laughs> which has to be the second dragon. Double dragon. Oh. oh man, this is where the bone train started losing some cards <laughs> for me. Started, oh. started oh. losing, or lost almost all. So uh, out of nowhere, after all these romantic double crosses are revealed, Medea talks about the time that she got done dirty, and suddenly we are in black and white. She makes it very clear that it's 1955, and. The gist of it is her boyfriend has run off with a woman named Rose, her friend Rose. And she goes to the NAACP offices where Rose works to find out where she is because she suspects that her boyfriend has run off with her. And she's driving and crying and she looks up and she's like, Rose, is that you on the bus? Yeah, that's you on the bus. She gets out and now she starts calling Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. And it's Rosa Parks. It's Rosa Parks on the bus. And the reason she's not leaving the bus is you're quoting the movie now. Medea says the reason that Rosa didn't get off the bus was because I was going to beat her ass. That happened in this movie. Mm. And then Medea takes out an iPhone which she says is an A phone because iPhones didn't exist yet. And she takes a selfie of herself and Rosa Parks. That, all pun intended, did not sit well with me. <laughs> but um, the, uh, <laughs> I mean, the, even the characters in the movie were just sh- They're just like, drop. wait. That they, really offended me. And, I was like, you cannot make a joke out of and this they today. Didn't, yeah, and no. they couldn't just move on either. Like, the characters were like, Wait, that's that's Rosa Parks, the that's, civil rights hero. That's going back to what we were talking about earlier about in another Lodge cast where it's like in the writer's room, like, you know, after lunch, you have <laughs> what this, crazy writer's idea, room? this crazy idea where you're like, yeah, what if it's like <laughs> Tyler Perry's flashback brain. and then the punchline is it's Rosa Parks and everyone's like, yeah, haha, okay, we're not going to do that. But like, I, I love your <laughs> funny thought, but because Tyler Perry is now at the George Lucas level of like, I'm surrounded by yes. single fans yes. and yes men, no one is going to say, no, you can't. No one this. has ever like, said yeah, no but, to him. So... And- not to keep quoting myself from past Tyler Perry Lodgecast, oh, but on Fall from Grace, I remember asking, like, you know, he showed that, you know, he sent a screener to Janet Jackson. What the fuck? Yes. Is, when he sent Tyler Perry's homecoming to Oprah. Yeah. And Oprah got to the Rosa Parks sequence. What did she think Does about Oprah that? have a conversation with Tyler like Tyler? No, no, yeah. they're not going to limit him. I just, they're not going to rein him I in. I need to know what Tyler, what the people in Tyler Perry's life how they reacted when they saw the Rosa Parks. I don't. I want. I want to see TikTokers react to it. I don't think, I don't think oh, they get right. this <laughs> far into the movie. I don't. <laughs> think, I honestly yeah, don't think they have enough time. We have the time. We're here. We're doing this. They don't have the time or don't want to have the time yeah. to get that that deep. <laughs> to get to the Rosa Parks section. It's an hour and fifteen into the movie. <laughs> That's so too yeah. far. It's really deep. And yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I think I think irreverence can be funny. You know, I don't know. But he's I making th- it up I, as he goes. And I think I don't know. I think but he's you need dragging to make, her. And you it's need like, to make it really funny. It, yeah. Or it can be, be like John Waters level of goofy irreverence. Yes. Or like, just don't do like a milk toast kind of like. Oh yeah, I was like Rosa yes. Parks staying on the bus because she knew I was going to beat her up. Yeah, like, he sets it up and then he just kind of riffs and ad libs yeah. and then it, he moves it, on. It's worse than that because it's like he then he like show or she shows the photo like after the story's been told. So it's like you're yeah. going back to you're going back to it and it's like it could be funny. If it's just like a like a blink and you miss it, and I was like, yeah, it's like Rosa an Parks. airplane and you're like, style yeah. joke. Yeah, you're like, what? What? What did she say? Like the Rosa Parks? But and then- this movie doesn't move on from jokes. Like there is a there's a barbecue grill mishap in the very first scene, and they milk that for a good ten minutes into the movie. And then there's also the other subplot of uh, another granny. I don't know, is a cop. Oh, and God. she's constantly butting heads with Uncle, Uncle Joe. Joe. 
And it's like, I don't know. It's it's weird. I don't know what Tyler Perry's actual views are on anything. I think but he I'm backs like, the blue pretty hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. He does. I've seen I've seen posts on Instagram. He's, he's that was my okay. other problem. Okay. He's pretty back the blue. Yeah, yeah. ACAB for the record. But like, yeah, when he was trying to say like, yeah, when you get broken into, who's the first people you call? Like the cops. And it's like, oh, God, like you don't even have you, you have your own private security. You pay like a hundred grand a year to watch your studio. Like At you're least. not calling the cops. That's another hallmark of Tyler Perry movies is that the moral of the story is always from a strange angle. And part of the charm, the twisted charm of it is that he is so moralizing, but he keeps getting farther from the real shit, you know, like he's getting cranky. He's getting older. He's getting crankier. He hates millennials. He's getting uncle Joe, (laughs) but then uncle Joe disappears and Medea is pretty, kind in this movie yeah Mm -hmm. she fires a gun in the house at one point i was not cool with that either there's a lot of things i'm not cool with but overall she was pretty fucking gentle you know agree compared to what she has been so they finally finally the basketball transition takes us to the graduation that is the whole point of this movie supposedly everything's been leading to it and Which was confusing because there'd be scenes before the graduation where everyone's celebrating and having a yeah. party, but we weren't sure. Like, wait, did he have the graduation? It's like yet? a pre-graduation party, <laughs> like a pre-graduation barbecue. Yeah. Weird, very weird. And this is the scene where they're really losing sunlight, and you can you can see like the grain the start to come up. Dropping, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he makes a speech, and the mom is just using this old like digital camera from like 2002 and it's making like actual like film camera instamatic like shutter sounds and the great-grandson gives the speech he's a val victorian yeah rips up the speech and just starts saying ma you slept with my boyfriend no 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 roommate 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 roommate. because that's what's so weird it's It's like it turns out weird we what we assumed was his boyfriend is not his boyfriend they were actually literally roommates i don't know well not to rewind it all the way to the beginning but like it's a little misleading because there's a scene where the two of them are riding in a car up. Yes. And I remember there's a line where like, I don't know, uh, Dave says something about like, oh, you need to like be courageous in front of your family or something. Yeah. And he turns it back on him about him yes. standing up to his family. Yes. And Dave is like, oh yeah, well, it's like all kind of like backing down. And he's like, oh, so you're not going to do it too or, or something along those lines. So that lines. kind of puts them yeah, and in I'm a like, couple space. Yeah. And I, and to my, in my mind, I was like, oh, 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 I get it. Like, Davi hasn't come out to his family right. either. And so, like, that's, like, going to be some weird tension or something. I, right. I don't know. And so I was like, oh, they're boyfriends. And I missed a lot of that because I was commenting on how shitty the framing was. <laughs> oh, man. Shot. Yeah. If, like, Brian De Palma was blind and, like, yeah, the Dutch angle. <laughs> like, the dri- cut, cut the, one of the subject's heads in half. The driver wasn't quite tall enough and they didn't help him out. No. So he's just the top half of his head. Sorry, I interrupted. So back to the speech. Yeah. The speech. Um, <laughs> so he rips up the speech. Rips up the speech. And he says, like, Ma? He's calling out his mom. Oh, yeah, you, were, you were fucking my roommate. And she's yeah. filming it with her point and shoot camera. <laughs> and somehow he's calling out other family members. Daylight is waiting. Daylight's fading for sure. But then he's like, but I love my family. Yeah. And then. Yep. Hallelujah. And then hallelujah. I love you guys. Wouldn't have made it without you, dad, who's left me long ago and <laughs> something like that. And then uh, I just want my mom to be happy. He's so. like, he's like, isn't it amazing that the two people in my life that I love the most are with each other? Ugh. It's deeply weird. Really weird. It's really it's weird. Unsettling. Tyler's work. Maybe that's something like from you, Tyler's past that he's working yeah, through yeah. that maybe Hello. he got embroiled in. I yeah. wouldn't be cool with it at all. Yeah. At this point, I remember brother Lucas was like, if any of you guys told me that you were <laughs> dating my mom and didn't tell me, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> and yeah. then we were all like, but we'd be fine if Lucas was dating Arba. Yeah. I, I, I took offense also to the great grandson's uh, dad dating his mom's best friend and the best friend confronting his mom saying like, I still love you. I still care about you. I didn't like mean to fall in love with your husband or yeah. your ex-husband Lucas or whatever. Was not having it. And I was just like, this is, but see, this it's is a, just it's triggering all, too much shit. 
it's all part of like Tyler Perry has never allegedly, I think has never had like a grown adult relationship of any kind. So I just don't think he understands dynamics. I I, I don't know. He's working it all out on camera and that's what we've been watching. Yeah. And it's weird. It's a weird funhouse mirror of reality. And that's why we keep coming back. Some men would rather make movies than go to therapy and it shows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So really quickly, I'm assuming we're about to discuss we are. the credit sequence. But before yes. we do that, I feel like it was either in the in a, in a group chat or in an inter- I, I remember Brother Zach yes. said, okay, Tyler Perry's doing a Medea movie for Netflix. Do we think this means it's going to have way higher production value right, to right. which I said, my exact response was absolutely not. No. Tyler Perry's going to pocket all that extra money. Yes. And maybe, <laughs> yes. maybe he's going to license a Beyonce song yes. and pay for a Beyonce oh song. My God. Oh my God. You nailed it. You fucking called it. And all right. You had no clue you how lot, right you were. Cast Derdamus. <laughs> so uh, the move, they wrap up the graduation stuff and usually it's time for Medea bloopers at that point. But no, Medea does her own riff on Beyonce's homecoming and kind of does a, a Julie Brown Medusa dare to be truthful to Madonna's truth or dare. Thank you. But it's not written. It's just, she's, Medea's just kind of ad libbing, improv it doesn't go anywhere. Intercut with some... Is she singing? Is and she, that's where I lost the last bone of my bone redo, train. Are they redoing the Beyonce song? Because well, I, again, I was so confused because I was like, wait a second. Is this a scene that I, I went to the bathroom a couple times. So I was like, is this a scene I missed? Lucas was very back confused. To? Like, how does this fit into the movie we just saw? And Brother Ben, it was like, no, this is a Beyonce song. And I'm like, okay, but I'm still not sure. Like, was like Beyonce in the movie? I love how Lucas is trying to ascribe any sort of meaning or any sort of logic to the end. Like, (laughs) that's your problem? After an hour and 45 minutes. No, because you're right. Of lunacy. No, because you're right. Because in the previous Tyler Perry Medea movies, there are bloopers. There there are end credit bloopers. And Brother Ben or someone was like, I bet this, this, you're watching a scene. You're like, I can't wait to see the blooper takes of the scene where I forget what scene it was. was I think it was one of the Nicker. Oh, yes. Yes. because right, I was right. like, shit is going to get real. Yes. How do people keep a straight face? Yeah. Yes. Well, then yes. doing it. That's right. And then, and then, so I was waiting for it. So when I didn't get it, it was like a double. Yeah. Uh, you were out of, fuck. you were out of sorts. Yeah. But Ben, what did you think of it? I mean, that again, not to harp on, but, but like it's Tyler Perry getting to live his fantasy yes. of putting on a Beyonce yes. wig and putting on Beyonce. I drag like all that. And, and doing drunken love, but it's just so like, but again, Tyler Perry doesn't want to put any time or effort no. into it. And if he put some effort into it, it could have been funny yeah. as it is. It's like, oh, you did it. But he had like clearly he was just like, well, tomorrow we're doing the homecoming riff. So <laughs> get a thousand know, extras, get a thousand extras. Give me that extra luxurious wig and let's do it. But <laughs> it could be that, you know, I, I always say, especially if Trump gets another term, when he gets another term, uh, DeSantis or DeSantis, we're going to get beyond language to the point where they won't even need to give speeches. They can just go, uh, ah, uh, and that's what kind of what Tyler Perry's antics were with this Beyonce part. He was sitting, he was sitting addressing the dancers as Beyonce Medea. And it doesn't really matter what he's saying because people will just be looking at it. They'll get the reference and they'll just laugh. And he's, he's being sassy. He's not saying anything funny, but are we going to get to the point where it doesn't even matter what is being said, where it's just, just a vibe you're just just, surfing on a vibe just stream of consciousness surrealness like logeria like that the medea's whole shtick is she just like the micro machine man she's just talking really fast she's got a bunch of things to say she never stutters never trips over herself just go bam 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 bam. and we're (laughs) supposed to be laughing by the end of it but if you actually stop and listen right to what medea is saying she's not saying much but if you're in a crowd and the crowd is going for it like if we would have seen those end credits with a crowd, it doesn't matter. We wouldn't even be able to hear what was being said because it would just be like, hell yes, this is happening. The concept is king. Yeah. 
open the theaters, Netflix. We need to see this. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring it to the Egyptian. And then it, yeah, it keeps going. Like even when Netflix like starts to play something else, like you can still hear Medea talking. On yeah, I was like, Medea is just squeezing us to the, la- the last second of the <laughs> runtime. Like I was on my feet standing up at that but, point. Every I was like, second. But can we talk about like the the final the final final credit, which was like special thanks to. Beyonce, Morehouse College, and Red Lobster. <laughs> and Getty Images for the and basketballs. Im- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also want to comment on Tyler Perry's amazing uh, beginning opening credit, on-screen credit, which was I've never seen before. It's executive produced, yes, written and directed by, yeah. not produced. Because I've, I've found with different megalomaniacs that I've worked under and around, Sometimes they just think executive means boss. Right. And they want the executive producer credit, not knowing that it's not as high of a credit. Correct. So they're just like executive producer is my credit. Put it in the credits. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's what happened here because he's producer, writer, star, director, caterer. Like everything. Oh, you, yeah. And you were talking about the ferns in the background at a certain point. You're like, oh, yeah, he I grew those. Ferns. I, answered I'm sure my, of it. I answered my own question. I was like, where did they get all those ferns? And I was like, oh, yeah, Tyler Perry Studios. They have a greenery department. <laughs> they just got it. They just got it from there. Like it's a one stop shop. He's got yeah. everything. I'm going to Atlanta next month. I, I really hope to tour. Tyler yes. Oh, you will. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it'll be great. It'll you be have beautiful. to record an on location. I will. I'll, re- <laughs> I'll report back. It's bigger than Graceland. <laughs> yeah. And also while you're there probably find out where that red lobster is yes oh my god yes and you know they've got photos like in the in the lobby where you wait at the hostess stand and it's like tyler perry's medea's they probably have a life-size cutout of all the reconnaissance yes and other and other like movie stills all right we gotta go the medea bones oh brother joshua God damn it. I really want you to set the table at Red Lobster for this. Yeah. I mean, again, as I kind of said earlier, like this was a refreshing change from my expectations of a Medea movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Was it the funniest thing I've ever seen? No. Was (laughs) it better than a very Medea Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where that actually places it in anything. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out for myself right now yes, exactly where the it, bone count it is. It might just have to be in its own universe here. Um, I mean, God damn it. I feel weird because like I actually like that Beyonce sequence at the end. Okay, great. Like after y'all were harboring on it for being <laughs> vapid and a <laughs> symptom of a rapidly declining like civilization. <laughs> hey, that's just us. We're we're cynical. I, I was like, oh shit, like I'm I'm actually I was actually into it. Um great. yeah, I mean I don't know. I mean I thought stuff was weird, stuff was clunky. Um <laughs> But, you know, like, personally, I thought the coming out scene was kind of heartening. Nice. You know, and Did loves, you shed a tear? Love Simon, you know, sappy <laughs> little moment. And I was like, oh, this is cute. This is nice. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. I hated Tyler Perry's politics pushing through. Sure. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm i going to give it two and a half bones. Oh, oh yes. That is why you were first to bone. First to bone. Two and a half bones for Tyler Perry's Homecoming. That is so much love and light. (laughs) It's even brighter than the sets on this fucking movie. But but also do not hold these two and a half bones. No, 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 no. Later, because this is not saying the tone for future bone. No, this is not. This is just in this Medea bubble. (laughs) It's just in the Medea bubble. Brother Bishke, I'm very curious. Um, you had some chuckles. I did have chuckles. I mean, I'm pretty standard with my Tyler Perry bones. There's a lot of characters in this one. There's a whole lot. But there's a lot. Red Lobster scene. The more we talk about it, the more I'm liking it. Yes. Josh it's aging well. Josh is pretty right. I mean, I've given almost every Tyler Perry movie on this cast. No, I've given every Tyler Perry movie on this cast two and a half bones. So why not do it again? Oh my god. Two and a half bones. Whoa. Above the father of Morth line. <laughs> Just gliding right above Father of Morth, Tyler. You, oh my God. You got energy, you got passion, you got money from Netflix. And, Two and uh, a half. 
and there were some set changes. And I mean, just you go to Red Lobster. What more do you want? That's true. That's true. Ben, bring some sanity <laughs> to this discourse. Wow. Oh. You got to come correct. Yeah. You know, uh, this wasn't one of my favorite Medea experiences. And I can't, t- I, again, I can't tell if that's because we weren't among the people. Yes. <sighs> Fuck. But then all of this love and light and look, always the red lobster sequence, the yes. red lobster sequence Legendary. is like already iconic in the Medea cinematic universe. Yes. Instant. So that right there, like going into this, not my favorite, but fucking Red Lobster. It's high highs. And I was like, okay. And those that, transitions. That and the tra- that alone right there is like one and a half bones. Mm-hmm. But then all of this love and light and everything else. What are you going to do, Fucking hell. Uh, let's Brother Ben bump it and give it two. Oh. Yeah, let's give it two. <laughs> yeah. It's a Brother Ben bump, y'all. That is, brother Ben bump. That is the Brother Ben bump. Uh. Bringing it up to two. Sweet brother Lucas. <laughs> Take us down. Raise this forest. Man, my katana sword is going to slice through <laughs> this love and light without even blinking. <laughs> and just wipe the blood from my blade as I resheath it. Yes. Um, Do it. Yeah, it's funny. Like what brother Josh was saying earlier in the very beginning of, of this Lodge cast, you know, I, at the begin- the start of it, I was like kind of surprised. I was like, wow. You know, this seems like a competent, you know, capable, uh, challenging Tyler Perry Medea movie installment. So maybe this won't be so bad. Definitely challenging. Um, but it started to lose me at various points. And and at this point, my brain is kind of fried. So I can't yeah. remember the chronology. But like, Don't yeah, worry about it. Medea shooting a gun in the house and, and the Rosa Parks flashback and... Uh, you know, uh, just there were so many things. Her antics I, unsettled you. God yeah, damn I it. Just, and you know what it is? It's LT like, is making my bones it, it, deflate. It, it, it's, no. like, it's like, nope. it's like COVID really just, you in. know, put these like shit colored glasses on me. So when I look out at the world today in 2022, yeah, it just don't look so hot these okay. days and and so for tyler perry to kind of be sitting pretty in in his l- like little bubble vacuum you know mount olympus you don't like him preaching to you from uh I, you're right brother ben's right he's never had a real relationship with anyone you know like he got lucky and it's successful <laughs> like 20 years Allegedly. ago almost you know so like he really had lost touch with reality like uh, like a while back so uh, i i feel like this was kind of a toothless, you know, non-controversial Medea movie. Mm. And in the 2020s, you got to pop off. You got to push the envelope. So you wanted more. Antics. I want. I wanted crazy shit. Like, like, like. I mean, like, he like, did th- tell th- Rosa Parks that he was going to beat her ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't funny though. Like that didn't land for no. me. That that was like no, it wrong, wasn't. That was the wrong kind of crazy. I was I was it's going funny for. to look back on though. It's um, very funny to look back on. So I'll give it a bone for the red lobster. Nice. Yes. One, one bone for the yes. cheddar bay biscuits. Lobster bone. That's a lobster and, and bone. The, and the uneaten mozzarella sticks. That, there was that, a pile of mozzarella sticks that was untouched. God, I'm going to go to the first red lobster I see. Oh, in my Atlanta. God. You have to. You have to take Top. some picks. Two and a half, two and a half, two, one. I mean, I love love and I love light. And I am a huge fan of Tyler Perry, but I agree this is not one of his finest efforts. And I think it's just it's just too long in the tooth. Like if you could shave, you know, 25 minutes off of this, I'd be a lot happier. And if you put more of a bee in Medea's bonnet and made her a little more pissed, a little more consistently, I, I would have enjoyed that. But there is a charm to it. And Lucas pointed out somewhere along the line that it felt like a Danzig production. But it's kind of inverse Danzig because this camera does not move. There are no zooms. It's like static Danzig. But they're his frames. Like he's like choosing the frames. He's choosing the frames. And the frames are wackadoodle-doo. Not to interrupt you, but just really quickly. Do you remember the one time that he busted out the fucking crane? 
There was a fucking crane for the Red Lobster, like glamour yes. shot, yes. establishing oh, shot. Yes. It was like a yes. crane into Red Lobster. <laughs> that glorious. That is that Red Lobster establishing shot. Yeah. <laughs> like pink oh. LEDs all over it. it. Made me want to eat it. So oh, I go to Red Lobster. I was so like, good. when can we go? Yeah. And there's the Red Lobster Beyonce connection as well. So it's all it's oh, all in the universe. Shit. Fuck. Didn't even think about that. And so uh, it's it is not a good film. If you listen to this and you're like, oh, this sounds pretty good. Uh, a lot of upstanding people gave it high marks. Let me try it. No, it's it's not good. But God damn it. I'm going to be thinking about it. I'm going to be thinking about that Red Lobster sequence. I'm going to be thinking about those transitions. I'm going to be thinking about all of it. And I have to give it a full bone. I'm going to give it what? one one bone. One bone. I could have gone lower. I could have gone way lower. Wow. I thought you were going to go lower. Much I, thought higher. Gonna, I thought you were going to go two bones. Yeah. Lodge Master uh, is back. Week, Medea's back, y'all. It's not top shelf. When she goes to the Emerald Isle. This is better than Boo 2, though. When she encounters a leprechaun, call me. Oh, okay. But I need more from my Medea spectacles, especially if Netflix is dumping money on it. Let's get bigger. Let's get crazier. Mm-hmm. Let's, Let's throw some more stunts in there. That not just digi fire and digi smoke. I would love some open. stunts, Lucas. Oh, we are on the fire. same. We are on the exact same page. I thought there'd be projectile vomiting because the Mrs. Doubtfire character, when they ate all the brownies, was like, "I don't feel well. I'm pretty hot. Like I'm gonna go sit down over here." And I'm like, "Oh, she's there's vomiting a, on Uncle Bill." There's like, a lot of opportunities for it to pop off huge. The WAP stuff. And all the all the drug taking where you're just waiting like a ticking time bomb for everybody to freak out. I mean, a a Medea trip out scene. Come on. Yeah. Visual Medea trip out. Oh, yeah. Speaking of trip out, the one big laugh it got for me was the movie's totally normal. But then Medea is like. Yeah, but it was bird, and it's like oh, Tyler yes. Perry's real voice, and it's like it's like modulated, so yes. it's like bird. Yes. Speaking of that, how you doing after that divorce? Lord have mercy. Yes, because we know it was bad, sweetie. You know what? I'm fine. That's good. You I'm sure? Really good. Yeah, I am. No, baby, because after that divorce, she was just looking bad. My uh, dear. Why she just looking bad? That's two bones alone, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give it a bu- a bone and a half. Okay. Thank just you. Just because. You was looking <laughs> just because of that. Okay, that's a that's a brother Ben bump again. Thank you. It's a brother Ben bump, y'all. The brother Ben bump is way more powerful than any of us could have ever expected. It looms large. It looms absolutely. Huge. Cast a long shadow. I'm on. All right. How quickly will we get the next Medea movie? Within the year, I within, would say yeah, within twelve months. Netflix is going to drop. I would say. I mean, do we think when, he's going to go? Do we think there's he's going to follow his normal pattern of now we're going to have a melodrama like a like an yeah, I hope like so. a, like yeah, a thriller I hope, so. I hope six months we get a melodrama oh. one year Medea yes that's like the, the Lodge ultimate. Mistress you are on notice oh yeah. that's the other thing Lodge Mistress she is afoot but she is not participating because she has made a hard and fast rule that she will not participate in Tyler Perry comedy Lodge casts only the thrillers and only the dramas. Which I, re- I respect that. I respect yeah. that too. You get more bang for your buck, for sure. <laughs> yeah. True. There's more salad drinks. There's more steaks. There's just more just scenery to chew. Brother Ben, Brother Josh, thank you for homecoming with us. Truly a pleasure. And that was beautiful. This is our Tyler Perry squad. So whenever it happens, we reassemble. And if he ever goes back to theaters, we'll see you in a full crowd. Fuck yes. Fingers crossed. Yes. And can we just pause for one moment and give a shout out to Sister May? Yes. Cheddar 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 May Cheddar May Biscuits. Biscuits. Love and light, Sister May. Thank you always and forever. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Love and light. Times have changed and times are strange. Here I come, but I ain't the same. Mama, I'm coming home.
who is this Dutch Irish black man and how can I get him to Atlanta?